Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The Biden Department of Defense is using the shop mandates to purge the best from the military. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, we recently were in court on behalf of an Air Force cadet. This Air Force cadet was being threatened with disenrollment from the United States Air Force Academy. This individual in his first year, which is called a fourth class, the first class would be your senior, fourth class is your freshman, he was awarded the outstanding cadet of his class of 1,070, meaning that he is number one in his freshman class of other cadets. These are highly skilled individuals. It's a very competitive situation to get into the Air Force Academy. And he was considered number one. He got the outstanding cadet award, meaning obviously the lack of a COVID shot has not interfered with his mm -hmm. academic success. The outstanding award is based upon academic achievement, physical achievement, and also uh, leadership as well. So you see that he's a very disciplined person, uh, but he does love God and loves his country, and so he's, he cannot be a part of a COVID shot that has any connection to abortion, He period. is a member of Pastor Paul Blair's church in Oklahoma. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, a good friend of ours, and he is a solid Christian. He believes in the Lord Jesus Christ, and obviously he is very strongly pro-life. He will not be associated with anything related to abortion, and all of these shots uh, were associated with abortion fetal cells in their testing and or development, or even more so. And he said no. He issued a religious exemption request. Uh, that was denied because they're being universally denied across the military under the Biden DOD nonsense. And he was about to be disenrolled. Uh, we had the hearing about two weeks before final exams, and he testified remotely, did an amazing, stellar job. You know, he's also continuing the legacy of the military and his family. And yeah. His grandfather served in the Army, and his father, aunt, and uncle all attended the Air Force Academy. Yeah, all of them. So, I mean, it's got like he has DNA of the military, particularly the Academy, in his blood. And this is not something you take lightly. I mean, all these people sacrifice greatly to serve our country. He's the third generation in the military mm -hmm. and the second generation in the United States Air Force Academy. But he's willing to give all that up. In fact, Judge Stephen Merriday asked him, are you willing to give all that up? Do you understand that if you refuse and they disenroll you, are you willing to give all that up? He said yes. His faith means more to him. He, yes, he, he is a man of great integrity. These are the kind of people that you would want to have in the military. These are the kind of young men, young women that you would be very proud of. He got, you know, the outstanding award, as I said, for the semester. And why in the world would they try to disenroll someone like that? Whether it's someone young like this, who is a, a rising star, or somebody who has 20, 25 years experience, who is highly, highly skilled, for which they have a invested millions and millions of dollars in training over the years, they're pushing them out. Why? Why, when you have some of the following information that I want to go through? Uh, what we have here is congressional testimony, February 17, 2021. 
from the Joint Chiefs of Staff Vice Director of Operations, Major General Jeff Talaferro. He is a two-star general. He said the military was, quote, fully capable of operating in a COVID environment before vaccinations were available, close quote. Representative Mike Rogers, Republican from Alabama, the ranking member of the House Homeland Security Committee, asked, quote, so I take that to mean, yes, they're deployable, even if they have not been vaccinated, close quote. Major General Talaferro responded, quote, yes, sir, close quote. We also presented evidence during the hearing that included March 22 memos from Major General Richard Burke, a two-star general, Deputy Principal Cyber Advisor to the Secretary of Defense and Senior Military Advisor for Cyber, and Lieutenant General Michael Howard, a three-star general who oversees the U.S. European Command, or UCOM, as Deputy Commander, regarding the approval of mission-critical travel for unvaccinated service members he says they would have no discernible impact on military readiness. So in other words, the two-star wrote the three-star and said, we have a shortage and a desperate need of mission-critical personnel. But we have these individuals here who do not have the COVID shots for religious reasons. We need them because of their mission-critical nature. Can we have an exception to this rule that they have to be vaccinated for deployment? He writes this to the three-star general. The three-star general says, yes, approved. And then he specifically, and they all specifically conclude that these unvaccinated service members have no discernible negative impact on military readiness. And of course, remember, there are those with medical exemptions that are not vaccinated as right, well. So. Right. Then you also have on uh, March... Um, 5, 2022, Major General Burke requested, you know, he, he requested this, but he also said that, again, mingling or co-mingling vaccinated and unvaccinated personnel, the risk is low. Finally, on March 6, 2022, you have Lieutenant General Michael Howard's response that says the request is approved. And you also have an additional scenario with the Air Force Academy Commandant, uh, he further informed all of the cadets during a lunch meeting that the uh, fact is that there is no risk of Omicron to the forces. Well, plus they have the public coming in and having lunch with them and whatnot, Yeah, right? they're so, so concerned about the spread of COVID <laughs> that they now allow the public to come on site. Obviously, they don't visit the dorms, but that's natural. They don't visit certain places that are only for the cadets. But they can wander around the property, and they can go into the cafeteria, and they can have lunch or breakfast or whatever it is with the cadets. They don't have to be vaccinated. Right. So with all of that, with the fact that the public can come on to the academy and have lunch with the cadets with no vaccination. With the fact that I've just gone through all of this, congressional testimony, two- and three-star general approving these people that are mission critical, saying it has no discernible impact. As well as the Marine Corps is not uh, isolating right. COVID-positive Marines with healthy Marines anymore. They're in the same barracks with each other. Yeah, we, no had, testing. we actually had the hearing with our captain of the United States Marine Corps before that about a couple of weeks before the Air Force cadet. And he testified that where he is in Paris Island and around the Marines, 
they have a new policy, you can have someone who's COVID positive in the same barracks as someone who's not COVID positive. So it's very clear, Matt, they are really wanting to purge the finest from the military because of their faith. Well, and because they also know that this is causing injuries and deaths among the men and women in the military. They also know that this is a low-risk category of people. They're younger, they're more healthy than the general civilian population on average. And that it's causing deaths, it's causing myocarditis, uh, particularly with males under 30, and pericarditis, uh, life-threatening conditions. Uh, They know it's causing, like in our case where we had Dr. Uh, Pete Chambers, Lieutenant Colonel of the United States Army, he took the Moderna shot. He was someone who is a doctor, but he didn't do his own research until, unfortunately, afterward, and then he found out that it is risky and that it has aborted fetal cells. And unfortunately, he now has demyelination, which means the outer covering of his nerves are sloughing off, like you would melt the plastic off of an electrical cord, and obviously that causes a potential short circuit, does the same thing with your nerves. And that's what he's experiencing now. And he's going into medical retirement this month because of that. Right. And you know, they did these so-called experiments for pregnant women. They used mice originally in, in the fetal uh, the fetuses in mice, but then they went to these military women, and so now you have 8,000 military women with babies that have suffered harm because they used these military women as the guinea pigs, so speak. So they know that it's not safe. Absolutely. They know that it's not effective. We had uh, the Navy ship 100% vaxxed, and a third of them came down with COVID. They know that it's not preventing transmission with regards to Omicron. They've removed their masking requirements. They've removed their quarantine requirements. They say it has no discernible risk. So now why in the world? Why in the world? I asked the judge this hypothetical question, rhetorical statement. Why would the military continue to press this shot for the best of the best? They're, I believe, without question, on an agenda to purge the military of Christians and people of faith. That's what it's all about. It's very clear. And it's abusive. In fact, during the week that we had this hearing, we had two people communicate with us that were suicidal. One who was suicidal that one of our staff members was able to walk off the cliff, if you will, and the other whose wife was considering self-harm because he has been separated from her for 16 months with no end in sight because he submitted a religious exemption request, and he is now stuck in Korea. Pray for these men and women. Pray for our military. Pray that the case ultimately is certified, and we protect every man and woman in all of the branches of the military. For more information, lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org 